good time of the day and welcome to another episode of and when i say i mean i am your host adrian and i am your other host austin excellent um today we are first and foremost enjoying the beautiful like spring weather yeah um yeah we finally i I didn't wear a jacket to work today hey i didn't either it's it's that nice. Um, I was wearing long sleeves, but I I was rocking the short sleeves. Wow. So yeah, it was gone casual. I think I'll yeah. go casual today. <laughs> normally, normally I wear long sleeves. I have polos, but I've started to hate polos. So, mm. um, I just yeah just don't like them very much. But today I went with the polo. Anyways, um, today we're going to be talking about. Um, He's one of my favorite YouTubers. I don't know if he's one of Austin's favorite YouTubers. Uh, probably. Um, and we've referenced him before on the show. Um, Matt Pat, who is the host of the game theorist and film theorist YouTube channels, has, within the past week or so, released a couple episodes about battle, battle royale-style games. Um, and if you're not familiar... Um, I'm with not. Battle, battle royale style <laughs> games. I'll give you a brief a brief history. Um, so they're called battle royale games first and foremost because they're after they're um, kind of inspired by the 1997 novel Battle Royale. Um, it's like Hunger Games, but first. Yeah. So so basically in this story. Um, it takes place in like Japan in some kind of dystopian future. Um, ki- teenagers are kidnapped, put on an island, and forced to kill each other. Um, and if they don't, they get killed. Mm. Um, so it's, yes, it's like the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking to yourself, that sounds like the Hunger Games. Well, then you can thank whoever what was the author. Suzanne name? Collins. Um, you can be like, I bet she read. Battle Royale at some point. Although I think I heard somewhere that she's never, she, when she wrote the book, she never had even heard of Battle Royale or like had read the book. So I hadn't heard about it until I heard it was The Hunger Games. Right. So a couple interesting things about this that also play a big point, a big role in the, the style of games. Um, there are, there's like a zone. This might happen in The Hunger Games. I don't really remember. But there's like a zone that gets smaller and smaller, which forces all of the people. If you're and if you're not in that zone, then you get killed. Um, that does happen if, in the Hunger Games. Okay, that does. Remember, happen that's in how games. Hamish wins. No. Yeah. Hmm. I don't really like <laughs> the Hunger Games. I don't want to give the impression that I do by knowing things about how Hamish won his Hunger Games. So okay. I'm just gonna okay. stop now. Okay, sounds good. So, anyways, that's what this this is what it's it's inspired by. So, in battle royale games, basically you're dropped on an island with traditionally these games, traditionally like a hundred other players. You run around, try to find um, that's a weapons. Lot of yeah, um, try to find weapons and other thing, other items, and then as the game progresses, the area in which that you can play gets smaller and smaller, um, so that um, you're basically forcing the this players that are still alive closer together. Um, and let's see, anything else? 
Um, the, the most popular versions of these games right now are PUBG or Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, which is shortened to PUBG, and Fortnite. Uh, and last person standing wins, right? Yes, the last person. You can also play teams, teams of like two or four. Um, so last team standing um, wins. Any other questions that you have that others might be having, Austin? Um, is there just weapons lying about? Like the yeah, so the, yeah, so there's just like weapons and like okay. other materials just on the ground. Is it anything like... Um... Another popular shooter game whose name is escaping me. Um, no. Um, it's more recent than that. Overwatch. Overwatch. Do you have like no. special abilities? Oh, okay. It's nothing like Overwatch. Well, except for the fact it, that you're the mechanics it's... seem the same. Well, then, yes and no, but like Overwatch is like a third person, which when like PUBG and Fortnite are both first person. Oh. Um, so do you play? Either of these games? No, I don't. Oh, have um, you? No, I, oh, I have okay. not. Great. Um, <laughs> I have not so either. I haven't played them. Um, I'm familiar with them because a lot of my friends play these games. Um, a lot of my friends at work play PUBG and Fortnite. My roommate is probably playing Fortnite upstairs right now. So mm. I have... Uh, that's where my knowledge comes from mainly. And then these videos that Matt Pattison. Yeah. So... Um, Basically, Austin, what was the point of these videos that MatPat was releasing? So what bugs me about this is MatPat... Okay, there are many things that bug me about it, but I'll say... First <laughs> off, MatPat says that his what he wants to do is establish that uh, video games, not only are they not harmful for people, but they are beneficial to people. So this is his, mm -hmm. his stated goal before doing this survey. So that just... Because... That, he, so his his livelihood is based on video games, and if you listen to the news, video games are evil. If you've listened to the news since like the 90s, uh, video yeah. games are evil, probably the 80s, uh, and will kill you and will lead you to be a warmongering Khal Drogo, basically. Um, so, so your your first complaint is that he's going into it with a bias. Of, absolutely, this is what I'm coming out to prove. He's not going into it with an open mind. Yeah. Um, so then you can do things like uh, p hacking, also known as I think a data torture, um, to try hmm. to find a result that you want, especially when you have as much data as MatPat ended up having. So he had a okay. Second thing that bugs me. You had a user response survey. User response surveys are the worst. Uh, the The responses that you get skew heavily towards those mm -hmm. who have the most extreme views about something. So, especially when you, especially when you tell the audience what you're trying to get out of their yeah. results. Yep. Um, so, and I, I think that you see problems with this in some of his methodology, like the what he never talks about it, but the people self-rating their video games abilities like 98 mm percent -hmm. of people no like 68 percent of people said they were an eight or higher out of a 10 point scale mm -hmm. um so that seems unlikely but i'm trying to remember what i put for that I'm it's a video sure game put, based channel <laughs> i put like a definitely less than five if not like a three 
Oh, I don't know. Like, lots of people just don't play video games. Right. Um, but you took the survey? I did take the survey. Okay, I took the survey as well. Yeah. Um, so he wanted to look at, um, people's trends in playing video games. Do they play, um, EPUB or Fortnite or both (laughs) or neither? What did I say? EPUB? (laughs) (laughs) Is that like an electronic bar or something? Yeah. It's like an internet (laughs) cafe, but an internet bar. But backwards? (laughs) Uh, PUBG, whatever. Uh, Um, what's your favorite type of game? So this is a very petty thing that bugged me. My favorite type of game, which I think we'll get into later, was totally <laughs> off the survey. My favorite type of game is Sandbox, which was not a, an option no. that I could select. So it's no. like, what's your favorite game? Could you even game? put another? No. Well, that was like the one category yeah. you couldn't put other? Yeah, I was very frustrated. I wanted to write an angry email, but I had much more important things to do. <laughs> Um, so then, uh, it said, what's your favorite game? And I couldn't, I couldn't put in my favorite game, mm-hmm. um, which I think that's three things so far that have bugged me. And then he wanted you to, you haven't even, you're sorry, go I ahead. haven't even got to the main things that bugged me. I know, me, so. you haven't got to the thing that bugged me the most yet. Yeah, so, so then he looks at personality data, um, generated by the, um, Myers-Briggs personality type indicator. Fourth thing that bugs me, the Myers-Briggs personality type indicator is Boo. is very unreliable um, and Garbage. should not be used for personality research. Um, if you're going to do personality research that's trait-based, use the big five. Um, if you want to be cool and rebellious, you could use the big six. Mm. So... You might be asking, Austin, what on earth is the Big Five? And then I would say, well, a hypothetical person, the Big Five are um, an actually like valid and reliable um, traits for personalities. So the acronym to remember is OCEANS, um, or just OCEAN, because I'm, I'm an OCEAN expert, so that helps. Um <laughs> O is openness to new experiences. And this is, again, like a binary... I was going to say a binary spectrum, which is kind of a um, contradiction. But it's like, how open to experiences are you? So it's Uh uh, openness to experience. C is conscientiousness. That's like, do you like things to be on time? Do you like things to be neat? Um, uh, E is extroversion. Uh, how extroverted are you? Not extroverted will be introverted, uh, but that doesn't work with the acronym. A is uh, agreeableness. How like friendly and cheery are you, or are you not friendly and cheery? And the last one is neuroticism. How prone to worry are you? Um, are you neurotic or not? Are you cool and mellow? So mm-hmm. that's the big five, and that's what he, that's what he should have used. Um, Myers-Briggs is more fun uh, like I'll give it that um, you because look up which Harry Potter character right, you match with right there's a lot more fun things to do with Myers-Briggs than there is the big five but mm-hmm. um, if you want like a psychologically valid 
model. Use the big five. Um, uh, so he's getting user input, ugh, and then uh, using the Myers-Briggs to come to these conclusions. So yep. I don't put a lot of stock into them, if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> that's embarrassing because you should be able to tell. Um, but this is this is these are the conclusions that he made. Um, yeah. He says that um, it is not that you're more likely to be aggressive or risk taking because you're playing video games that promote those behaviors. It's that people that are more risk taking and more um, what's the word I just said aggressive. Are more likely to play games that reflect those things. Again, mm-hmm. he, what am I at? So like five things that bug me. He says correlation doesn't mean causation, but it doesn't not mean causation. So, right. and especially because the Myers Briggs is so uh, invalid, in, in mm-hmm. it's not invalid, but it's just not very reliable. It's right. prone. You're prone to change what type you are. Yep. Um, as you go through your life or just taking it like two times in a row. Right, exactly. So um, he's saying that, oh, it's not, these things are correlated, they're not causal, but uh, I think that's up in the air because of, you know, Myers-Briggs is unreliable. Um, And just because things are correlated doesn't mean they're not causal. Right, Um, right. Which is like the a weird inverse bias. Anyway. Right. Um, and then his second conclusion is that people who play uh, Fortnite and PUBG... No, did I say that wrong again? No, no I got it. Right it. Okay. Or have more social satisfaction than people who do not. And again, I, I still disagree with this because... He didn't even... His he questions... didn't even say social satisfaction... He he was just he was just talking about like social interactions yeah and, and like the mm-hmm. the questions he the questions he was asking weren't even mm-hmm. like actual social interactions they were just like mm-hmm. do you play video games with people online do you yes have no? friends um so or like do you have a lot of friends he he was equating right. have self reported many close friends with social satisfaction I was really upset when he right. said have higher social satisfaction in his second video. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you can't draw that conclusion from mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the question. He asked, like, one question about meat space, as he says it. Um, and also, like, he asked the question, do you consider people that you meet online to be real friends? I don't mm-hmm. meet people online. Right. Um, which, because I don't play... PUBG or Fortnite or other games. games Um, So I don't have the... I I will agree that those types of games do allow for interactions that wouldn't normally happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't... His his measure of social satisfaction I think is very flawed. Yeah. Um, Basically based on one question. Okay. I wanted to question the entire right. validity and say, 
is there really a correlation between personality traits and preferred activities? So I text my dad. My dad's a psychologist. And he says, "Uh, yeah, there is, but it's not known very specifically. Um, One of the criticisms of uh, trait-based personality, even the big five, is that it uh it's not very predictive you can't you can't say with much success i know your personality type you will do these things mhm you were going to ask a question though yeah i was just um i was going to say should we like dig into these questions now so we kind of talked about an overview of what he was presenting do you want to talk about okay and i think you're kind of getting there but like do we agree with with what he's saying like that i think these are the two main things like does your does the fact that you are playing a violent video game make you more violent slash aggressive and does these more social video games make you more social so let's jump in at the first one um my initial thoughts do again i i i'm not really sure if what his information, the information that he got proved his point. Um, that violent video games make, are not necessarily making people more violent. And I don't necessarily think that violent video games do pe- make people more violent. I think that it's kind of neutral, which is not really what he talked about. It's just like there are people who have tendencies to be more aggressive mm-hmm. in video games in life and more and people who are less more passive in whatever. And I think that, and and I don't know, maybe I'm putting too much of my own bias on things, but I think part of a game is that it is a game that like you can put, do these things in this setting, and that doesn't it, that's apart from your normal world and your normal life. Like someone who loves playing aggressive video games isn't necessarily going to be extremely aggressive in real life. So it's Does more like mean, cathartic. It, it's more like it's a completely different. Like, is someone who reads more violent novels going to be more likely to be violent in real life? Does someone who, it, and not even just violent things, just like normal things, is someone who, I'm trying to think of another example. So tragedy is, is a long-standing question, is why people like tragedies. Mm-hmm. Um and so Aristotle says people don't like tragedies because they enjoy tragic things. It it lets them um, release those emotions in an appropriate way. So would you say video games are more like that than... Because um, you don't... I, I think Aristotle would say people don't go away from a tragedy wanting to be more tragic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's basically what I'm trying to say, is that it's not like it's not like you are necessarily influenced by these. Well, you are influenced by it more than what we probably realize, but it's not it's not influencing you to the point where it's going to change how you respond to a situation outside of the game. Mm-hmm. Or at least, at least a majority of people. There might be a very small sample size, or a small subset of people that does influence but i think i'm on a whole it, it's something completely outside of it that's not going to necessarily influence our day-to-day life mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
so so I guess it, I don't I'm not necessarily agreeing or disagreeing with with what MatPat is saying. I I don't think that there's just any. I don't I don't know I don't I don't think that there's really a connection between your personality. I, I think there's a connection to between your personality and the games that you would enjoy playing most likely, um, which I think he he might have been saying. But I don't think it's going to reflect on the games you play aren't going to reflect on a change of your personality or a change in your interactions with people. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I, I'm thinking about it from a like good art perspective. And shouldn't shouldn't you aspire to that? S- like, shouldn't shouldn't you want art to change your behavior? Because mm-hmm. um, when I like, if I read a good book, mm. I I walk away from that thinking like, wow, like things have changed, yeah. right? But I like I don't think about I don't feel that way with video games. Um, so is that a is that a failing of video games? Because I'm I'm thinking about um, Atlanta, mm-hmm. and the last episode, I think of season one, is really great. Um, but it's also uh, like there's uh, like a violent police shooting that you just you watch, mm-hmm. and you like you come away from it, and there's just like no reaction to this shooting. Mm. And to me, it's like, wow, that, like, that's, how different is that for me? Right. To be in a place where, um, Donald Glover said something like that happened to him. And he said, um, about it that he learned that not all death is more, not all death is tragic. And that, like... That's not my experience. Mm. Um, so that, to me, that's like resensitizing me to violence by everyone else's desensitized, like yeah. the character's yeah. desensitization. So should should video games, if they're not changing people's personalities, should they try? Um, so I think that we, there's two things that are going on. I think that there is art, as you have described it, in in a sense that is trying to affect people, and then there is art that is purely entertainment. Um, should there be art that is purely for entertainment's sake? I think probably. Um, and in, I guess in some way that's going to affect how you think and how you act. But, like, um, like not every movie I watch is going to make me want to change things about my life. Mm, um, mm-hmm. There's just a lot of just movies that don't do anything like that. There's lots of books I can read that aren't going to necessarily change, you know, cause me to think critically about my life and my actions and the decisions I'm making. So I think in that sense, like, I don't think we need to expect video games to do that. Um, because I don't think that that's what their goal is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it could be. I think it could be a... And to some extent, I think some games are going that way, question mark. Um, 
there's a lot of kind of indie stuff out there that is trying to tell a greater story than what's happening than you know just inside of the game mm -hmm. um but i think for the most part i think games like this is more of a entertainment value than a life-changing make you think about things sort of thing yeah yeah okay i, I could i can agree with that uh someone said about guardians 2 that it was a movie i was there it was fun and then I never thought about it again. Mm -hmm. um, and that's exactly how I think about Guardians too. Uh, yep. And yeah, I, I I do think most most yeah most video games tend to be that way. I don't walk away from Super Smash Brothers, which is like the closest thing I've done to these battle royale games, and be like, wow, I can't believe the actions of Bowser in that last match, like the way mm -hmm. he just drop kicked mm -hmm. that person, man. <laughs> I like, I don't think about that. Um, right. So, uh, yeah, something for video games to aspire to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't, uh, hold your breath on that one. Uh, I don't know. I think, yeah, people want that to be true for video games, right. but yeah. And I mean, it's interesting, too, even thinking back to where these games are stemming from. Like, the the original story, or even, like, The Hunger Games is trying to tell... Mm -hmm. It's just trying to make a point. It's trying to make a greater statement about it. So, who knows? Maybe we can draw something away from these games if we are thinking back to their original... original forms. Yeah, but then you're just thinking about books. Shh, don't talk <laughs> Um, but I think our intention was this just to be a, a forum for us to talk about video games that we like and why we like them. Did you want to mention at all about the social aspect of it? Didn't we? Oh, um. A little bit. I don't, I don't know. I, so I'll, I'll say, I, I don't think that, so you, you mentioned a little bit about the question of like, do you have a lot of good friends? Mm -hmm. and and I think that that's a really poor question and I think that mm -hmm. a lot of people probably answered that question incorrectly um, because I don't think that we have a lot of good friends in our lives um, which we may have talked about this a little bit last week even but like um, is somebody that I'm playing a game with online and my only interactions with them are online does that actually build a genuine friendship or is that just kind of like a surface level thing and then well, to your point about like number of good friendships i, I don't mm. think that your level of satisfaction from friendships comes from having a lot of those surface friendships but rather having those deeper friendships that actually have meaning behind them mm -hmm. so even if you just have one or two of those deeper friendships your satisfaction in your friendships is going to be much higher than someone who has a lot of just surface level friendships well, which i'm afraid that that is what a lot of these games are causing I'm going to say as a counterpoint, I met a guy this past weekend who says many of his best friends are people he met online and now they meet for real um, once a year. So there's, there, I, I mean, there's definitely a potential for people mm -hmm. to form friendships oh, yeah. over video games. Mm -hmm. um, but I think his question was just poor. It, and yeah, like by the nature of being social 
these Fortnite and PUBG provide more opportunities for people to be social. Right. Like, uh, I like Stardew Valley, and I'm never going to meet another person in Stardew Valley because it's impossible. Right. Um, for now, looking at you, update <laughs> number three. Um, yeah, so I'm never going to be like connecting with people that I meet in Stardew Valley online Mm -hmm. because that i don't meet them uh right right so i mean yeah the it it does provide an opportunity for people to meet who Mm -hmm. might not otherwise have a chance to meet people so right and i and i did think again he was using myers-briggs and we all know that that's garbage but the point that he was making i think towards the end about how like that subset of of the population was actually using video games to actually feel more connected was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And in the same sense that you're talking about here is where it's like, yeah, they, it is possible for you to form real friendships outside of video games with people you meet online or even continue friendships with people with playing video games with people online. My roommate, for example, he plays, he plays Fortnite and, and PUBG with his friends from, you know, back in New Jersey and keeps connected with them through playing video games. So, I, to to some extent, I think it is it is socially engaged and increasing social activity. It's better than nothing, I guess. But I think again, some of the questions he was asking could have been what I would have liked wasn't necessarily the point that he was trying to make. So I guess that's okay. Yeah. Um, so. If you are a devoted follower of MatPat, take everything he says with a... Not everything he says, but take that survey with mm-hmm. a kind of a salt shaker of salt. Um, <laughs> not a grain, just just yeah. a couple grains. <laughs> a healthy dose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the, get the hammer and nails out before you you uh, put salt on it. That's a grandma mm-hmm. joke. That's good. Shout out to grandma. Um... So, Adrian, you play a socialish game mm-hmm. pretty regularly. How do you f- yeah. how do you make friends via Hearthstone? Yeah. Um, so I play. I I would I don't know. I play less than Anthony and Zach, but I still play quite a bit of Hearthstone, um, which is like you, you play more than me. That's because you don't play any at all. So basically what this is, is just a card game online, essentially. Um, and so I do have some friends online. Now, I didn't make I didn't make those friends online. So mm-hmm. I went to a tournament, and I met these people in real life and, like, played with them <laughs> in person at this tournament and then, like, are still friends with them in the game. So, like, I'll see them come online in the game and I can, like, see their progress. And so, like, I actually, like, have some semblance of, like, who these people are as opposed to just, like, randomly friending people online. Um, Do you, like, talk to them or message them? um, Very rarely. Um, Yeah, not a whole lot. So, basically, um, the friendship started with meeting these people actually in person and hasn't really continued online. Um, But it's there if either of us wanted it i guess i don't know Mm. so no i'm not very social in my 
games. I mean, I play with my brothers as well. We play. So, that, so maintaining that friendships, does that count? Social. I think it does to some extent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, w- I was going to ask you what you got for your Myers-Briggs, but let's, uh, I'm not going to because I don't want to no. validate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even, well, I, I could tell you what I got that time when I took it. That it changes mm-hmm. so often every time I yeah. take it. It's not even, you know, not even interesting. So, do you think you are more drawn to uh, Hearthstone because of your extroversion? It's actually interesting. So, because also I was thinking about it when I was taking that the survey, and I think my favorite games outside of Hearthstone are like multiplayer games that I actually play with other people in person. For mm-hmm. instance, Mario Kart or Super Smash or um, Mario Party or something like that just because I think that there's just a greater social interaction with that. So, like, me playing a video game by myself almost never happens. I mean, I guess technically Hearthstone is by myself, but, like, playing a game where I'm just, like, wandering through the wilderness, like, trying to solve quests and stuff is, like, not a game I'm going to play because it's just, like, I don't know. It just doesn't interest me, interest me I guess, mm-hmm. which is probably part of my extroversion. Um... And, and it probably points to more of why I enjoy those more social party games than something where I'm just playing by myself. Yeah, How about you? And you're a filthy the... casual. <laughs> 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 the hardcore games that I'm into uh, include titles such as Stardew Valley. And that's my favorite. This is what I was mad about. Stardew Valley is my favorite video game of all time. And I couldn't put that in on the survey you could you could put like what am i, I gonna say adventure enter... rpg no but you could also you could type in your favorite game like it says like type your favorite game for that genre or something yeah what start of that is not in any of those genres just type it in anyway you are <laughs> holding too strictly to the rules uh, that's because i'm too conscientious i guess you are uh, get that big c yep uh so I had to put down Breath of the Wild. Uh, what is so Stardew Valley? Explain Stardew Valley a bit. is amazing. I was so I was uh, on a long trip with my friend to go to this conference, and I was trying to tell him what Stardew Valley was and why it's amazing. He seemed very unconvinced, mm-hmm. uh, but keep a openness to new experience mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're not open to new experiences. What? That is that's so not true. Um, Stardew Valley is a a game where you farm, and it's beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I told them the plot happens in about five minutes when mm-hmm. you fire up your new save. You're working for Joja Core, which is basically Amazon, and you feel. Um, worn down and tired out by your modern life so you you decide to get back to nature and uh you take up this farm that your your grandpa left you when he passed um so then you have a farm that's run down and you need to build up your farm you don't need to you can do whatever you want Mm -hmm. um you can buy animals you can grow beets uh Early on, you should probably grow beets uh, and then get into, like, corn or something. 
corn's really great. Okay, uh, okay, okay. Before you go on a <laughs> rampage, just like so you can fish. Why is why is this your favorite game? I don't know. Um, Zach says, our brother, he says I like games where the tediousness of my everyday life seeps into video games. Um, Such a great quote. <laughs> and that's that's also outrageous. Uh, <laughs> Stardew Valley is nonstop adventure, rip-roaring action. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I don't know. I, I do... I don't, yeah, video games, I love very repetitive video games. Yeah. And I have no clue why. Because um, Stardew Valley is pretty well the same day-to-day. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you you have... Luke was shocked that you go to sleep during the game and then asked if you just watch the guy sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair question. Yeah, and I said, oh, no, you you only watch... Like, it's like five seconds um, of sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, so my other favorite games include like Fire Emblem, which is very, oh my, yeah. it can it's be like very it. tedious if you're bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, other titles include, uh, Bubble Spinner. I just thought, I was thinking games. about Bubble Spinner the other day. I don't know what I was doing. I was like getting on the computer and I was like. Man, I should really play some Bubble Spinner right I now. I still play Bubble Spinner, man. Dude, I I think the best way to just... Or when I was telling... Zach would, like, get mad at us for playing Bubble Spinner all the yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> <And I> was, <laughs> we would just listen to music and play That's Bubble exactly Spinner for point. hours. That's exactly the point. I told Zach, I was like, really, the only reason I'm playing Bubble Spinner right now is because I want to listen to music. And mm-hmm. so I want to do something else while I'm working. While I'm I watch TV, play Bubble Spinner, listen to music, <laughs> Bubble Spinner. The thing that he, um, that he could never understand about Bubble Spinner was that it didn't get harder. <laughs> <laughs> Every level's the same. Yeah, that's, that's one of the best parts. Um, it is. It really is. So, I mean, I am fairly introverted. Um, and I I am fairly conscientious. So, I yeah, I, I guess it makes sense why I yeah. like yeah. things where I just get to do things by myself and they don't really change. Mm-hmm. much time to time. I can come back, I know what to expect, yeah. and I can just uh, grow some grow some corn. And I, I Brew think, some wine. I think for me too, because like, I also like enjoy Animal Crossing a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even Harvest Moon, Harvest Moon back in the day I played, which is very similar to Stardew Valley. And I think for me it's like, it's a game that I don't have to put a whole lot of time into, right? Like, I don't have to sit there and you like. You can. I'm, but like, but like, I don't have to. Yeah. Right. Like, if I don't, if I, I don't have to. There's not like a goal I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. really. It's just, it's just like existing, which sounds really bad. Mm-hmm. And like, and now I'm thinking mm-hmm. about it and talking mm-hmm. about it, it sounds like I'm a crazy person. But like, it's just like I don't have to do anything. I can just go fish or catch some bugs or something. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like mindfulness. You're just living in the moment, man. Except I'm playing a video game, so I don't know if that really counts. Uh, your character is. Oh, okay, okay. Also, I I said I like Breath of the Wild, but I like to play it very wrong. Uh, they told what me to go Breath find of the Wild? Breath of the Wild is the latest Legend of Zelda title, um, and it's much more open world than 
any since like the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so they told me to go find Impa in Kakariko Village. I said, mm, nah, I'm gonna go uh, explore. I died a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I learned there's not really any penalty for dying in that game, so nice. I was fine with that. Zach mm-hmm. was very frustrated mm-hmm. by my constant dying. Um, we should we should have really had Zach on this episode yeah. because he would have been here to just like get the other to, side of things to bash us. Yeah. Um. But I Zach, I think is more aggressive than us. Um, yeah. And he plays more aggressive games. But again, I don't think that. I don't think that that necessarily is a result of... I, th- I think people are just drawn to games that fit their personality. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're necessarily influenced by their, you know, what they choose to do. It's, it's the same thing, like, it's the same thing in, like, all aspects of life. Someone who is a risk taker is going to do more risky things in life than somebody who is risk averse. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's not... Yeah, I don't but know. How do, you, how do you develop those traits? It's... it's uh, Genetics, um, your it's probably like your atmosphere. It's some percentage it's not the atmosphere. What environment. The environment. Thank you. That's the word. I'm but aren't video for. games part of your environment? Um. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I would I would come down on the side on. So in the nurture versus nature argument, mm-hmm. everything is a percentage. Right. So, video games are part of your nurture, but they're I don't think they're a very weighty part of nurture sometimes i feel like that's a cop-out whenever i'm like talking to somebody i'm like well it's always it's always a percentage right it has something to do with your environment and something to do with blah, blah, blah. what that's true though i know but it seems i say that to about like almost everything in life and it just seems like it's a cop that's tr- that's that's true <laughs> Austin, i need you all just there to like back me up and be like no what you're saying is true even though it sounds like a cop-out uh, uh, just like uh Myers Briggs is is bad. Yeah, that's not that's that is the truth, and I will tell people that. Mm-hmm. I think uh, just another just little little, you know, little bit on Myers Briggs and just personality t- things in general. People are just a lot more, you know, there's a lot more to people than like their personality type. Mm-hmm. So if if you're holding a lot of stock in Myers Briggs or which Hogwarts house somebody's in. Mm-hmm. I would I would just recommend that you just get to know the person first and just yeah. don't really worry about those things and just be like, hey, this person might be a ENTJP Ocean. But, that was pretty close. Um, but, you know, just who cares? Like, actually just meet people. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's my, that's my two cents on personality types in general. And all those other things. It's like they're just answering random questions, and and everybody's it's it's oh it's like all those stupid BuzzFeed things. You mm-hmm. know exactly what what the person you're trying to get to at the end is, so you can answer mm-hmm. the questions in that way. Like it's just right. skewed. Like just get to know mm-hmm. people. People don't. It's like whenever I want to be a Harry Potter character, I know I want to be Hermione. Right. So right. that's what. I, it's not hard for me to end up being Hermione. Mm-hmm. No. But. I'm not gonna not try. Right. She's the best. It's true. Um. Anyway. So. Any final thoughts? Uh. 
play more I'm, video games? Don't play more video games? Um, I If you enjoy playing video games, play video games. If you don't, don't worry about it. You're not missing anything. Um, I think, just kind of my final thoughts in general on MatPat's findings. Um, just broad strokes. If anybody is like painting a picture and saying that something is relating to something else, try to get it more information than just one data point. Um, not saying that MatPat didn't do that or the news isn't doing that either, but just like, what is, anyways. I think we've said that before on this show. Um, but also, too, going back to like what he's talking about being more social, I think if you can use video games to be social, do it. If you feel like your social life is being increased because of video games, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I think, too, like a lot of people kind of look down on that, and I probably have in the past, too, to some extent. But, like, again, it, some social interaction is better than none. Um, and I think there is data to show that, like, it actually is, like, increasing people's social interactions. Um, but also on top of that, um, look for those deeper friendships as well. I mean, I don't think that you're going to be, find that highest level of satisfaction in lots Mm -hmm. of, lots of surface level friends, but, um, finding some good deep friends, um, who you can trust and, and actually like talk about real life things with, I think that's where you're going to find your deepest levels of satisfaction in social interactions. I have one last thing that bugged me. Mm-hmm. He was bashing the name of this this scientific paper yes. for being so long. I'm like, come on now, Matt Pat. Surely yeah. you, you claim to do all this research. Surely you've read enough scientific papers to be like, that was a great name. Like, it, you got all the things you wanted in it. It was very specific. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I, of course I want to see longitudinal and experimental studies in this why of course tell me that in the title right anyway right i was i've been reading some some articles some research papers at work recently and it they're just like names where it just tells you exactly what they're gonna be talking about in the paper Mm -hmm. even though they're long i'm like these are great because now i know okay i don't want to read this or i do want to read this and so yeah i i also was struck by that but that's just probably because we're nerds and read a lot of scientific papers the last paper i wrote had like a, a huge long name but it said what is in the paper, so. That's fair. It's like it's like the abstract to the abstract. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adrian, you got any recommendations this week? If you need yeah. to think of some, I have some. I thought of one today. It's kind oh, of a good. stretch, but I kind of also like it. So, right now in my household, um, we have a conundrum. It is both the hockey playoffs and the basketball playoffs. And I love hockey and will watch every hockey playoff game if I have the opportunity. My roommate loves basketball. My roommates don't care about basketball. I don't care about basketball. Sorry, my roommates don't care about hockey. I don't care about basketball. But my roommate loves basketball. So he wants to watch basketball playoffs. So this is my recommendation. If there is somebody that you, you know, you don't even really have, you should care about them. If there's somebody you care about and they are interested in something and know a lot about something, 
learn from them and enjoy it. So I have learned a lot about basketball. Austin's shaking his head. Uh, well, yeah. My entire life, I have tried to be that person, and I have gotten just, oh, no one cares, Austin. <laughs> okay, this is different. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Well, because you, okay, I'm going to take a time out from my sure, sure. recommendations. You try to tell us information that we don't care about. Lots of things. <laughs> you just said you don't care about basketball. I don't care about basketball, but I would like to know more about basketball. You are just spouting random nonsense that, like, tangentially interacts with the conversation that we're having. Nonsense. This interacts with my life, connects me with my roommates. I don't need you. This sounds you terrible. You don't need but my I don't connection. Need, I don't need Fight me. No, no, no. I need your connection, but I don't need the nonsense, tangential oh, garbage okay. that I'm never. It doesn't affect my life. Okay, time Whatever. back in. Sit down and watch basketball with your roommates or whatever it is in this case that they have more knowledge about and learn because then that's gonna that's going to make them want to watch hockey with you and learn about it and then you can tell them about hockey and just get super into it even though you don't care about basketball and don't know what you're talking about so that's my recommendation Austin's making hypocritical faces at me because apparently I haven't been doing this with him my entire life but I will disagree with that Austin Austin, Um, your either rebuttal or recommendations or both I was just going to say the Leafs game yesterday was great. And yeah, it I was. maintain that it was the Leafs game. Uh, but anyway, my my first uh, recommendation is the Recruiter Sonata. Uh, and I apologize for that pronunciation. That is, I'm not recommending the actual Sonata, but the short story named after the Sonata by Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> I found it at the book sale, as I often do. Nice. Um, didn't know it existed, but it is, it, it's one of the, and I'm going to sound like uh, a, a heathen um, when I say this, but it's one of the stranger books that I've read uh, <laughs> because it, <laughs> it it makes like a moral argument for chastity. Um, hmm. And so, speaking of people who don't fit into boxes, Tolstoy he didn't fit into any of the boxes people wanted him to fit into when he was alive, and he definitely doesn't now. Because I'm reading mm-hmm. this book, and sometimes it's, like, shockingly modern, and other times it's like, what? This is, like, shockingly anti-modern. Uh-huh. And it's just it's so hard to get a grasp on, because, like, he says, like, uh, women are oppressed um, because men only see them as... Um, objects of desire um, and women will always be oppressed until the mindset's changed he compares it to to slavery or serfdom mm-hmm. which was just you know recently abolished in Russia at the time he's writing this mm-hmm. um, and he says serfdom's going to always exist as long as people see them as serfs mm-hmm. um, looking at you America um, so but then he, so, and then his answer is um, kind of the opposite of what the modern answer is, which is where um, there should be just like no barriers um, for 
you know, sexual behavior as opposed to he says just don't have sex. Um, so it's interesting. Interesting. And that my uh, my second recommendation is uh, Vidnor. Noor, Noor, Noor. I I googled whatever, it the other day, right? You know, whatever French the French word for black is, um, there's a, a a movie genre named after it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Lord Huron's new album. If we haven't recommended Lord Huron yet, um, if we have, we should have. That's a shame. Um. Uh, so I liked it a lot. I didn't. Uh, so I really love the back half of uh, Stranger Trails, Strange Trails. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, I don't think it's as good as Strange Trails, but I still thought it was pretty good. The, mm. the style is very different than what they were in the past, uh, but I think it still fits their vibe. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, to me, it still fits with their ongoing themes. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord Huron, check him out. Yep. Don't just listen to the night we met, even though that's a great song. That's a too. great song. It is a great song, but it's only popular because of what's it called? Yeah, that's there are like two the, reasons why. That's the only reason people know who Lord Huron is. But so listen to that one and be like, wow, this song is amazing. And then be like, wow, I should listen to the rest of their stuff. And then listen to the rest of their stuff and mm-hmm. just love it forever because they're amazing. Well, I was glad when they broke out then because then I, I could get their limited edition record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't got my um, CDs for that I was supposed to get for getting tickets to their show. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're still in the mail. Anyway, Anyways, thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you for joining us on another episode. We make friends. You... Yeah, make make friends. Make make good some friends. somehow. Yeah. Have we ever talked about that? Friends. Yeah. Not the TV show, because I think we have mentioned that. Um. I don't... What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought of... Never mind. <laughs> it's just going to be enough. All we right, just need to end this. See you guys. Yep. <laughs>